You're listening to Cards to the Moon, a podcast about trading cards from both a collector and investor perspective. We hope you'll stick around for the ride as we take a deep dive into the state of the hobby, share some hot takes, hopefully some useful advice and fun stories along the way. Hey all, welcome to Cards to the Moon. This is episode 160. And my name is Clark from Five Card Guys on Instagram and fivecardguys.com. Co-hosting with me as usual is John, who is Trade You at Recess on Instagram. But Hyung is away today, but he should be back for our next episode. All right, off the top, I want to talk about the recently released 2023 Bowman Chrome baseball set. You know, I think I got a rip one. I just checked the prices here in Canada. It's 430 bucks Canadian. Sounds a little bit pricey. So I might wait for it to drop down a little bit. Maybe when someone pulls what we're going to talk about, the one of one Babe Ruth <laughs> Super Fractor Retrofractor, right. maybe it'll come down after that. So um, we'll see. But like I just kind of alluded to, I wanted to talk about specifically that Retrofractor, which is described as it celebrates legendary players across 100 years of baseball who never received their first Bowman card. All right, so you're going to see guys like Babe Ruth. Obviously, he's a big chase. And speaking of Babe Ruth, um, the card everyone is hoping to pull is that Retrofractor Superfractor, one of one. And not surprisingly, Dave and Adams has issued another bounty. This time, it's $200,000 for that Babe Ruth card. So... John, general thoughts on the Retrofractor. Do you think it's cool? Do you think it's gimmicky? So help me understand. The Retrofractor is numbered out of 50? I think there's different parallels. Okay. And is there a base version of Babe Ruth's first? Or is it just start from a pretty low serial number? That's a good question. Um, I would assume there's a base, but uh, or at the very least, it starts with a refractor, like your basic refractor. Right, right. Yeah. Um I don't quite understand the hype if we're being honest. <laughs> you know, when they yeah. announced originally announced the baby, I was like, oh, kind of cool. When they announced Tom Brady, right? I thought mm-hmm. that was going to be cool because obviously we have to assume there's going to be an auto that comes with the Tom Brady first, right? So I think that was cool. Babyworth obviously for very obvious reasons you can't get an auto. So it's just it's just the card. I don't know. It's like getting Magic Johnson in prison. Like I don't understand why it's amazing. Now, with that being said, because of the bounty, mm-hmm. it is amazing, right? Be just because of the bounty. Outside of that, I don't understand any other hype. And and perhaps if there wasn't a bounty, there wouldn't be as much hype. Mm-hmm. And then a side note, I still don't. I I don't get where da- is Dave and Adams, right? Yep. I don't get where they're getting the money for this. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> what have they been doing with these cards that they pay hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in bounties? I just feel yeah. like in the back end, Fanatics is, there's a there's a big marketing thing that's happening because I, I just don't understand where the resources come from. I mean, they're a big business. I'm sure they make millions in revenue through, they do breaks, you know, and, right. and um, you know, they have a, access to a lot of product you know their legit store i was there uh just this past summer when i went by buffalo it's a huge store right and yeah they just have tons of inventory you can get whatever you want there so yeah you know i, I don't it's not surprising to me that 
they have that much money. Maybe it's surprising to me that this is what they're offering for right. some of these cards. Like right. I was thinking, that was I was thinking that actually, like they could have just said, "We'll give you a hundred thousand dollars." That's a that sounds like a good it, bounty. It they had to work. say two hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, for sure. Save that extra hundred thousand for another bounty. Come on, that's yeah. You know, so either some- either they're <laughs> super money bags and they just don't care about money. <laughs> but right. they're clearly a business and a pretty good business. So it would make business sense if the yeah. bounty that they're purchasing, that amount, leads to something for them, right? So I, it, it doesn't make sense to just throw bounties like that for the sake of, I don't know, is it their personal collection? Anyways. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I have no idea what they fall down yeah, a deep, deep, deep hole, but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I kind of agree with your assessment too. Like I don't see the big deal in it um you know if i ever pulled one you know and and it's a colored refractor like it's a say it's an orange to 25 like i would try to sell that immediately oh, while the hype is 100 like, you know, <laughs> well the hype is there so yeah and you know there's there is one autograph the johnny bench retrofactor that's kind of cool okay he's obviously still alive right and, you know to get a first bowman of a vintage guy that's still alive who can sign it i like that's that kind of cool yeah i like that yeah, yeah. I, I think that the autograph has to be attached. So maybe perhaps yeah. Babe Ruth was a little bit too much of a reach. But if they can still get autographs, I mean, you know. All right. Uh, well, um, yeah, I thought that was a kind of a cool thing in the hobby this week. And uh, we'll see by the time we air this episode um, whether the Super Fractor will be pulled. So that'll be interesting to watch. Okay, um, let's move on to our next segment we call Hobby Headlines. And as usual, when Hyung's not in, I'd like to always take the opportunity to talk hockey and hockey cards. And, uh, you know, with the start of the 2023-24 season, which is just under a month away now, um, I thought I'd ask you, John, our resident hockey guy, uh, to get your thoughts about some of the players that I found, personally, could be interesting targets this season for various reasons. All right? Yeah. So I'll go through the list. and, and And I also have values of, some of their future watch autograph cards, um, which we know is numbered to 999. You and I are both big fans of future watch autos. Yep. So um, maybe you can say like, ah, this sounds pretty expensive or might be a good deal, good target uh, for the season. All right. So let's start off with Jason Robertson. He's a guy that's kind of piqued my interest because, you know, last year it was kind of his coming out party. Yep. And if you look on fantasy drafts for NHL, um, he's he's up there like, a lot of people are confident that he could repeat what he did last year. So right. his Future Watch Auto PSA 10 sold last month for $1,030, $1,030. So what do you think about Jason Robertson and the value of that card? So Jason Robinson, uh, because they were so behind in Future Watch, he was actually one of the hype targets um, right. not too long ago. Um, I think he can repeat. He has that talent. He looked... Hmm. Like his confidence was sky high, developing into everything that Dallas wanted him to develop into. I think he's, he he can. And to be honest, from where that card used to be, and now that it's down to a thousand, yeah, um, I don't think it's that bad, you know, for other targets. But you know, there's other certain future watches I think around you know a thousand bucks that you can you can target right. too. But it's not bad. I. I I'm a little weary because this is last year was the breakout. So if anything happens this year, whether it's injury, which, you know, it's the NHL, injuries are almost a given. 
Um, or if he just doesn't quite do the same, he maybe he'll do the same or a little bit less and still be a stud. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm a little bit afraid that even at a thousand dollars, it seems like a pretty good deal. But I can, I think odds are the the price will come down a bit. Odds are right unless yeah. he's yeah. got a torch a torch again, right? So it's going to be tough to do that. So I'm I'm a bit fifty fifty on it to be honest. Okay, yeah. No, I, I could totally see that where he's at the minimum got to repeat what he did last year, exactly. Essentially, and yeah, and that's that's um, a hard thing to do for for a lot of players. So yeah, yeah. all right. Um, I'm gonna put up Jack Hughes. I know you're a big fan of Jack Hughes. Yes. Um, and um, he's being drafted high as well in fantasy drafts. His future watch auto PSA 10 sold last month for just over two thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. So I think Jack Hughes. I was on obviously on his train last year. Yeah. And I think last year you probably could have got the future watch. It was still pretty expensive to be honest. And and maybe it has to do with pop count. I didn't really check. Mm. Um but I th- I think last year was definitely over a thousand dollars or maybe around twelve hundred bucks. Okay. But Jack Hughes had his breakout and if we're being honest, I think he's going he's going all the way. Like he's gonna be like a top 10 kind of player. Wow, like I okay. think he's going to be what I thought Jack Eichel should have been. He's right. going to be on that level of A-plus superstars. So 2000, uh, that's, this is a problem here. I, I still, I feel like 2000 is a little bit inflated. Um, there mm-hmm. is a bit of a, just like Jason Robinson, there's a bit of a coming out party hype. And if you, if you looked at hockey, if you look at hockey cards right now, they've, most of hockey cards have kind of gone on up about 20% uh, right, versus, yeah. let's say, April, May, or early in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a bit of preseason bump that's happening right now. So maybe to, right now is not the best time. But I think if you can, if Jack Hughes comes out a bit slow, let's say the first month he's just not in top 10 scoring or top 20, top 30 scoring, uh, and you see his future watch kind of drop to fifteen hundred ish. I think that would be a good time to maybe pounce because I I definitely believe in Jack Hughes as a player and as a superstar. Nice, yeah. And you're right. I think a lot of these values are generally more inflated because of the preseason hype. Yes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the values during the, you know, heading into the playoffs like March 2023 earlier this year. And the PSA 10 of Jack Hughes sold for 1600 versus just over 2000 So right. you may want to wait um, unless unless he kills it, then it might go up. But um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. Okay, um, three. I was pretty high on this guy um, last season, just, just from a um, hockey standpoint. But his cards were pretty sky high last year. I think it's come down somewhat because it kind of, you know, just was... Just started super high when um, when his card came out. I'm talking about Kirill, Kirill Kaprizov. Kaprizov. Of, um, the Wild. Yes. His uh, Future Watch Auto PSA 10 sold for 1600 in July. And I'm pretty sure it sold for a lot more before then when it, when the his Future Watch Autos just came out. Right. I like him as a star. I, I like him. I think he's a superstar. Um, I'm a little worried about the market for Kaprizov. Man, because it's sad, but it's it. I would say Canadians clearly are driving the value of a lot <laughs> right. of hockey cards. And sure. traditionally, maybe not so much uh, present day, but traditionally, uh, 
players other than players outside of North America, especially Russian players. There's always been sort of like this thing with Russian players, you know, and I just feel like they're just not as marketable in Canada. And he also plays for the Minnesota Wild, who traditionally, <laughs> from a brand perspective, I think people view Minnesota kind of boring. They've, they've almost, other than recently, they've almost played their entire existence playing the super defensive hockey, right? Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah. So Minnesota Wild is generally kind of seen as a boring club for Canadians. Yeah. So he's on, he's on a quote unquote boring team. Uh, if Minnesota, um, folks are listening to this, they're going to, they're going to hate me because they're, <laughs> I, I personally think they're the number one hockey town in, in the United States. But, um, yeah. yeah and the whole Russian factor, it's, I think, there is room for that card to come down. But is he a stud? Do I think he's a superstar? Yes, I do. Absolutely. But Russians, okay. Russians are very hard to, for cards to spike outside of obviously Ovechkin because of what he, you know, yeah. what he's about to do. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I'd be a little bit cautious with Kaprizov. All right. Good advice. I, I well, I looked at his uh, values February of 2023. Um, so for almost, just over 2400 then so right. it's come down to 1600 that was that early release hype you know right psa 10s were so, first rolling in that's right yeah yep. so it's definitely dropped since then um well you kind of mentioned his name the other russian that people are willing to pay up for alexander ovechkin um i didn't use this psa 10 value because they're five figures by now and not a lot of people will be able to afford it but if you look at his future watch auto psa 9 which i have been um, it last sold earlier this month for 6,100 US. And why I wanted to bring him up is we were talking about this just right before we started recording. He's going to potentially beat the all time goals record. Um, probably not this season. I think we calculated that he's 72 goals away behind Gretzky, who has 894. Ovechkin currently has 822. So if he has two full healthy seasons, he's been averaging still. 35 to 40 goals per season he should be able to do it next year you think this might be a good time to maybe scoop him up if you think that's going to happen do you think he's going to play for two years do you think he's going to be healthy enough obviously all those things um all those questions need to be asked what do you think right uh for me barring catastrophic injury season career ending injury i think he's gonna hit it man as Mm. gretzky was my like boyhood hockey idol and yeah. I hate to think that someone's going to break it, but I mean, o- Ovi, <laughs> Ovi is probably going to go down as the greatest Russian hockey player of all time, if not already. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm pr- I'm fairly certain he's going to break it. That guy, he doesn't get it. Number one, he's like, he's like LeBron. He doesn't get injured. Um, right. <laughs> he still plays like light. His shot is still lights out. I think he's still going to score 35, 40 goals this season. Um, so he should have a, you know, the, and I'm pretty sure he's going to play more than two years, again, barring some kind of catastrophic, catastrophic injuries. So mm-hmm. is it the right time to start getting into Ovi? I think so. I think he had a year and a half go kind of during the COVID hype. That whole narrative behind him breaking the record uh, was pretty high and his card skyrocketed. And it's come corrected quite a bit since. I mean, like any card. Uh, and I think it's the right time now because we're we're – probably under 24 months from seeing that record being broken. So there is an mm-hmm. opportunity here for, for some volatility. And while I say that, I think 
we're getting close, even in general, we're getting close to Ovechkin and Crosby's, the end of their careers. We're, we're maybe three right. or three years out, maybe four at the max. Um, so in the next little while, I think Ovi, there's a little bit more pressure to pick some, something up now because he's probably within 24 months of a little bit of volatility. But both of these guys, I think before the career is done, um, yeah, those are some rookie cards that you should be scooping up because I think they'll both go down as some of the greatest players, hockey players of all time. Yeah, I'm tempted, man. The only thing that's stopping me is like I, when I kind of like a couple years after I just got back into the hobby, um, I was going to get like a BGS 9.5 Ovechkin Future Watch Auto. She told this and it, story. <laughs> it went for 700 bucks. I'm like, damn, that's so oh expensive. My yeah. <laughs> BGS 9.5. Now it's like, you know, seven eight k so yeah yeah i wish i could go back in time oh, and just just buy whatever i wanted at that point yeah, yeah. my brother um a, a long time ago picked up like a psa 10 connor mcdavid you know okay kind of like a yeah. like a base rookie card i think he bought off some guy on kgg for like four or five hundred bucks right and they're they're chatting between each other he goes yeah i'm like a big uh, mcdavid collector and he he was talking about his regrets and he right. was saying how I, I had McDavid early on, and I sold his Future Watch Auto PSA ten for oh. fifteen hundred bucks. Oh, wow! Yeah, damn. I think when it like first came <laughs> out, like way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's that that kind of hurts. Yeah, it's painful. Man. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm tempted to get back in. We'll see. Uh. If I can find a good deal, I'm just looking at active NHL hockey players. And there's no one close that could if if Ovi breaks the record, like who who could ever break that record? Do you yeah. think there's anyone? McDavid. Uh, it's, gonna be, it's gonna. I mean, to be honest, most of Gretzky's records, I think when he set them, most people thought no one is ever touching these records, right? And here right. He, here's Ovi about to touch that record, right? So, is Crazy. somebody else? Does he? They have a chance? I don't know. That's gonna be. Maybe McDavid. You guys, he's scoring like sixty goals a year. <laughs> he has so. three hundred three goals right now. Oh my gosh, um, that's insane! So he's has he has to have a long career. That's the one factor that you can't really control, right? Right. Um, right. But yeah, number two on the list is your boy Sidney Crosby with five hundred fifty goals from of active players, and number three. Do you know who it is? Canadian number new market. Three. Oh, new market. Or is he Markham? He might be Markham. He's York region, though. Oh, uh, Stamkos? Yeah, Steven Stamkos with Stamkos. 515. Yeah. Yeah. And rounding out the top five, number four is Evgeny Malkin, mm. 471. And number five is Eric Stahl, 455. Oh, wow. Eric Stahl. Yeah. So, you know, that's Ovi's uh, in his own tier right now in terms of number of goals. For sure. Okay. Um, I have a couple more. Um, Kale McCarr. I wanted to choose him because, you know, we always talk about defensemen, right. whether they have value. Um, if you look on Fantasy Draft, he is always the number one defenseman off the board. Uh, his Future Watch Auto, PSA 10, sold earlier this month for $1,838. What do you think? 1800 Yeah, just under two. Right. Uh, I love Kale McCarr. I think he's absolutely special. One of the, you know, he's literally a slick forward playing yeah. in the D slot. I mean, that's that's what you like to see in that spot, especially from a collector standpoint. Uh, I do think eighteen hundred might still be a bit 
balloon because the one thing I'm worried about again, Kale McCarr. What was I mean? His future watch, his breakout year, his future watch must have been three thousand thirty something like that, right? I'm sure. Right, and it's come down considerably, and it's not like he had a was he injured? I don't think he had like a horrible season. He had a really mm-hmm. solid season again, and I could see him having another solid season and and providing you know like another Stanley Cup style run, being in the back end, leading the charge for uh, Colorado. So my my worry is he's going to have another good solid season, and it's just going to kind of go by the wayside, and I, I can feel the value like some of the other guys that we just talked about earlier i could see the value kind of coming down mid-season 20 30 percent um so if you're into kale mccarr and we always talk about this i mean we you just named a bunch of guys that are sort of in that year one to three hype range that we always been talking about um so i i mean that that theory still applies for hockey right i i think kale mccarr kaprizov i think these guys are guys you I would personally, if you're big on them long term, I think there's going to be an opportunity fourth, fifth year where you can pick these cards up. I bet you yeah. for forty percent less than what they are right now. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it's just a position thing. It's like the um, equivalent of catchers in baseball, right. <laughs> you know, and and defensemen in hockey. You know, maybe it's not apples to apples, but um, there's just a perception that you know everyone just wants forwards in baseball everyone just wants home run hitters and and i think that because of that there's always a cap for defensemen and and if they don't perform year after year you, you could be like an eric carlson you could be a brent burns you know what i mean like those guys had value tremendous value back in the day and yeah. and then there's a huge drop off you know um later in their careers when people just kind of forget about them although they might be solid players yeah. you know nhl players so kill mccarr is just a young guy now but Five, six, seven years from now, there'll be other hotshot defensemen. I'm sure that we'll be talking about, right? For sure. Speaking of Eric Carlson, I wonder what his uh, future watch is at because he's he's he got he's with the Pittsburgh Penguins, right? Is he now? Oh man, I, yeah. I've lost track of all the trades and <laughs> different um, free agent movements. But yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's more like I'm checking it up now. It's uh, three twenty-five for future watch. 300- Yep, for a yeah, future watch auto. So there's a floor for Kale McCarr. <laughs> you wanted to see one. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, well, last guy. He doesn't have a, a future watch auto yet. He doesn't have a young guns yet, but you can bet that he will. I'm talking about Connor Bedard, who mm. is the favorite by Vegas to win Rookie of the Year this year at minus 140 odds. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Bedard? Are you... When they come out, are you looking to scoop him up, or I already know this answer yeah. because I know you, John. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the for the audience, <laughs> I think Connor Bedard. If you can get your hands on SP, I mean, the, the sad part is is Connor Bedard's SP authentic future watch card is probably two years away at this point. Just right. how far <laughs> behind future watch it's is crazy. Like upper deck is with future watch, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Um. But I think if you can get retail for pretty cheap, as long as retail, I mean, or hobby boxes don't go up too much, mm-hmm. um, I think it'll be a fun rip to, to chase. And if you get it, I would probably, it's, it's just like Victor Wimbignana, like the hype is enormous. And mm. I don't, me personally, I, like I've mentioned it before, I don't 
people use the tag generational with Bernard. I'm not quite convinced there yet. I I, huh. I think he's going to be a stud. I think he's like barring again something kind of catastrophic. He's going to win rookie of the year. He should easily win it. Um, but do I see him on McDavid? Because McDavid is generational. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Because he he's. He's he's a little smaller, so I gotta kind of see how he. But I mean, in every age group, he he's dominated. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't I don't quite. quite I'm not fully convinced. <laughs> I gotta see a season first. <laughs> and well, but, yeah, but, I, yeah, watch we watch a season. He gets like 150 points, and oh, uh, it's too late. <laughs> you lost your chance. I'm gonna clip this from episode 160. What uh, John just said. <laughs> He'll play it in episode 180 or 190 <laughs> when the season's over. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, I appreciate that insight as always. Um, uh, you know, are there any other players that you're like I haven't mentioned that you're you're you know keeping an eye on? Maybe any other notable rookies, even? Yeah. Um, there was hype. I, I mentioned this guy last year, and he is in the one to three window. So I'm a I'm going a little bit against what I say, but I think Cole mm-hmm. Caulfield is certainly somebody to watch. I mm-hmm. think he, I mentioned it before. I think he is a Rocket Richard Trophy type of player. Yeah. Um, so the sort of sex appeal in collecting is there, and he was injured. He he went out with a season-ending injury last year, right? So I think he could be a little bit of sleeper. I don't know what his future watch is at. I'd imagine it's probably around a thousand bucks at least. Because yep. he was thirteen fifty. Yeah, he was a chase. So I, yeah, I think that that's a little bit expensive. Um, but if that card were to come down to eight hundred, nine hundred dollars, I think it's not a maybe not a bad move. Mm-hmm. And then the other okay. one that I I was actually personally trying to go for, but I'm a bit too late, is Tage Thompson. Mm, yeah, his his future there. watch. Tage Thompson was a you know kind of like a top thirty, top twenty top 15 kind of draft pick nobody really heralded him as like a he's going to be a future stud he's like a big kid with pretty good hands for usa uh, development and team usa and i don't know what happened but his confidence in the nhl it just blossomed it completely blossomed And, and when i watch him he is so dominant he does anything he wants you know stick handling inside a phone booth like he he's i think he's (laughs) He's developing into something incredibly special. And I think Buffalo has a chance to make playoffs. I think they're gonna be a I think they're gonna be on the up and up and become a pretty good team. So his future watch, I think it got as low as 375, 400 in the offseason. I think now it probably goes around six hundred. So you might have missed about a little bit, but I mean yeah. at four or five hundred dollars, it's one of these like you can kind of throw a bit of money into it and I could see that card going up to eight hundred, nine hundred, a thousand dollars. Yeah, you're and right. It's um, it's just under um, seven hundred. At six eighty five, right. last sold this month. Right. So it's gone up a bit. I but, really wanted um, to pick it up around four hundred, and I, I just didn't pull the trigger. Kind of regret it because I think I think <laughs> he's got the chance to score fifty goals. Damn, you should have. I feel like you have like you have a good track record of cards you pick. Like, Hockey what, cards. You, yeah, you got Kachuk last time, right? We yeah, yeah, that Brady for Kachuk. Nice, yeah. It's, just tell me next time what you're you want to pull the trigger. I'll do it for you, and I'll, get, I'll, and I'll reap the rewards. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, and uh, one last guy. We we're talking about this off air to Austin Matthews, the Homer Austin pick. Matthews, you know, yeah. 
only only reason why I bring it up because when we go to our, the sports card expo here in Toronto, of course they always jack up the price because we're all Toronto Maple Leafs fans, yes. and, and I'm seeing them regularly go for nine, ten k Canadian, so maybe eight, seven, five, eight US, and now it's down to like fifty two hundred, um, yeah, for PSA ten. Yeah, Austin Matthews didn't have the best year last year. He was injured on and off. Um, what do you think about Matthews as a, a rebound candidate? I think 100% he is a rebound candidate. I think his future watch because of the Toronto market, it's still, it's still so high. Yeah. Cause I personally, skill wise and potential point production, I put him at like Nathan McKinnon level. I think they're mm. that sort of A plus, just, comp, yeah. just a little notch below generational. I think they're like right in that wheelhouse. For some of the old heads, kind of like the Joe Sackick, Steve Eisman, like that sort of wheelhouse. Right, right, yeah. Um, and you know, like Nathan McKinnon's future watch, and he's been pumping numbers. I think his yeah. his PSA ten. I I don't think a PSA ten has sold in a while, but I think it goes for like twenty two, twenty five. And to see you know him and Drysital again, Drysital is another one, kind of in that same ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Why is Austin Matthews five grand? Like, I think that's uh, it's a little bit too balloon because of the Toronto market. But Toronto market, yeah. With that being said, is he? A, I think he is one hundred percent a candidate for for a bounce back for sure. Yeah, yeah. Tempting as a Maple Leafs fan, but you're right. Uh, McKinnon last sold for just over two thousand actually in May of twenty twenty three for his PSA ten. And by the way, McKinnon. Uh, I think Druen, Jonathan Druen just joined uh, Colorado. Yeah, his old uh, Moosehead's teammate. So I, who knows, man? There could be some connect. I, I, al- I always loved Jonathan Druen. I just don't know what happened to him as an NHL player. He lost a lot of confidence. Right. His development was I don't know. I don't maybe uh, Montreal and and uh, where where did he get drafted? Tampa Bay. Like I think they kind of screwed mm-hmm. up his development a bit. But um, yeah. Who knows? Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe Jonathan Juan goes comes from worthless, you know, as a as a collection <laughs> standpoint to some some value. So maybe there's a little shot in the dark there. But I think McKinnon for sure is set for to have a monster season. I only see raw Jonathan Druin uh, oh, future watch autos. Yeah, sure. No one's graded <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Druin 2014, 2015, and you could get it for twenty bucks. I think that's a good deal. Twenty yeah. bucks for a raw. Yeah. Is it twenty that, bucks future watch? Twenty dollars. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's that actually that's not bad at all. Might have to pick it up at the next sports card expo if I see it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh well yeah. We'll see how the season goes. And um I know we always get the comment periodically that we don't do enough hockey, especially as a um three Canadians hosting <laughs> hosting a sports card podcast. But there you go. We uh, uh we'll do the next one maybe when the season starts. Okay, let's go on to our next segment we call Quiz Show. All right, so um, I love doing these quiz shows because, you know, I'm always the host and it's always fun to see how many answers you can get. And um, I think we did an Ask ChatGPT segment. It was kind of like Quiz Show where Hyung had to answer the question. I heard that one, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta be the host next time, so I don't look so much like an idiot <laughs> trying to answer all these questions. And I'm like, okay, I'll be the idiot next time. But today, John, you're back in the hot seat. Oh God! And, and the quiz show question of the day of the episode is: yeah. What are the top ten most expensive cards of current MLB active players? Okay, so okay. active Major League Baseball players. The top 10 most expensive cards sold. 
top 10 most expensive cards gold. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mike Trout, number one. Mike Trout, number one. 3.84 yeah. million for the Super Factor, right? Okay. I have to think Shohei, number two. Shohei's not number two, but oh. he is on the list. He's number seven. Number seven. Holy. Okay. 312,000 for what I believe it was his Red Refractor. Okay. Bowman Chrome. Okay. Uh, Juan Soto, I assume, is up there. Juan Soto, number eight, with eight. his, uh, what was it? Let's see. And, you know, not surprisingly, all of them are their Bowman, first Bowman Chrome autos. For sure. Um, uh, rare parallels, right? Yeah. But, uh, Juan Soto's orange refractor, um, jersey numbered 22, yeah. So right. 300K. Um, I don't follow Acuna as much. I, I can't remember if he had, like, multi-100,000. I have to assume Acuna. Like, he's got to be Acuna there. Acuna Number five, his okay. red refractor, 361,000. Yep. Then Tatis has to be up there. Number 10, 241,000. Oh, okay. Yep. You're doing well. Um, I'm pretty sure there was a Bowman first red Vladdy that went for big money. So I'm going to say Vladdy. Number two, 552,000. Okay. Nice. You bang on, red. Yeah. So let's let's uh, recap. You got one Mike Trout, two Vlad Guerrero, five Ronald Acuna, seven mm-hmm. Shohei, one Soto, eight, and Fernando Tatis ten. So you're missing number three, number four, number six, and number nine. So sorry. you're halfway there. Okay. So what was uh, sorry? I don't know if you said it. What was Ronald Acuna at five? What amount was that? Three hundred sixty-one thousand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So there's two more above three hundred thousand. Yes. Current active. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, uh, Wander Franco, Super Fractor. No, he does oh, really? not make the top 10. Yeah. No way. How much? Wasn't it Shine 150? That ball? I could have sworn he paid a lot of money for that. He might be 11 or 12. I think, yeah, he's just outside the top 10. Okay. Yikes. Three, four. I, I have a feeling it's going to be something stupid like Jason Dominguez <laughs> or something like that. Jason Dominguez number three, 474,000. <laughs> the super fractor, Bowman Chrome. Okay. Yes. There you go. Jason Dominguez. And then uh, his teammate. Oh, what? Oh, um, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge number six, 324,000 for his. Super Factor. So yeah. Dominguez Super Factor sold for more, 150,000 more than Aaron Judge's. Which Holy is crazy. cow. <laughs> so what do we have left? Number four and... Number four and number nine. Two left, yeah. Number four and number nine. Uh, I feel like there's a Baltimore Oriole in there. Adley Rutschman? Nope. No? No. Nope. There is a one one newer guy. Okay. Um, r- rookie last year. And one... Um, Relatively older guy, like Mike Trout era. Right. Oh, this is the the older guy's gonna get tough. This is where I need Young's help. He has a huge contract. Think of guys that signed a huge oh, contract. Oh yeah, yeah. Bryce yeah. Harper. Bryce Harper, four hundred thirty-two thousand. Okay. Yep. Number he's number four. nine. Oh, he's number four. Number four. So number, number nine, nine is a young guy. Last year's rookie. Yeah. Oh, J Rod. You got it. There you okay. go. Two seventy-six. Not bad. <laughs> what the hell? This is a your, lot of clues. No, no, no. This is your best quiz show effort, I think. One hundred percent. I think prior to this, I haven't got not even one answer right. <laughs> yeah, no. You got at least seven on your own there, and then three with some clues. So 
There you go. Thanks, man. I'll uh, think of a prize for you uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, let's go on to the last segment of the show we call Pick One. And this is where uh, both John and I in this episode will choose two cards um, and then we'll debate which one we would rather invest in. All right. So since Hyung's not here, uh, John, do you want to start things off? Yeah. So we're going to go, uh, I'm going to mix, this is completely random, okay. but it's, it's, I, I thought I set this up thinking you and Hyung were both going to be here, but it works perfectly because I want, this was mainly targeted at you. All right. <laughs> so we're going to go Connor McDavid, Future Watch Auto BGS 95. Mm, wow, la- okay. la- last sold for just above thirteen thousand. <sighs> okay, uh, and think about obviously where the market the market we're in and the price. Yeah. and then versus Topps Chrome Rookie Refractor Steph Curry BGS nine wow. five at eighteen thousand. So Steph Curry Refractor Topps Chrome at eighteen thousand versus McDavid Future Watch and both BGS nine five by the way. At thirteen thousand, I think wow, that's... normally it'd be, it's a very easy answer. I know which one would be the easy, but I, I will say the price point and where we are geographically, maybe perhaps will uh, tickle you a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> These are, I mean, I love both those cars. I want the, if I had all the money in the world, they would both be mine. Yeah, um, and that's why the, the questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> and the Steph Curry Topps Chrome Refractor is numbered to 500, if I'm correct. I right? think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And of course, the Future Watch is numbered to 999. Yep. Um, both BGS 9.5, 13,000 versus 18. 13,000 versus 18. Oh, man, you know what? Like, I, I want to add, like, I'm always looking to add one more Grail card. And I'm always toggling between if there's a good McDavid in my budget. Um, to to pick up and if there's a good Steph Curry so this is kind of like I always see like uh, on Golden on PWCC eBay if any of those cards come up within my like you know maybe 5k or 6 that I could pull the trigger on then I would so I'm always looking for both these kind of cards but I I find myself always leaning towards McDavid because of the autograph right Right. Um, and it's kind of in in to a lesser degree, what we talked about when you know we're off the top, we're saying the retrofactors like it's not really a big deal unless this is the Johnny Bench Auto kind of adds something nice to it, and I think that alone could retain some value. Whereas, sure, Steph Curry, the Top Scrum Refractor will hold value over time because it's Steph Curry, um, but I would almost still wish it had an autograph. You know what I mean? So. Um, and then McDavid's a generational player like we talked about in our previous segment. So um, I'm going with McDavid because wow. I think I think the auto is nice, on-card auto. It is numbered, generational player. Yeah. So I think the auto is what kind of tips the scale at me uh, for me, and it's $5,000 cheaper. Right. Ooh, I got you. I thought it would be <laughs> – for both you and Hung, I thought it was going to be a very easy – Steph Curry, so I kind of had to, to to juice it up a bit, but last wow, year nice. it would have been that answer, I think. Yeah. But uh, this year, um, with the market, I'm like, I got, I need something extra, like the the autograph. It's like you know, I look for those cards first now. So for American listeners, I think every one of them is going to be screaming <laughs> yeah. Steph Curry, like without a doubt, right? Right. 
Uh, Canadian listeners, probably every one of them are going to be screaming McDavid. So this is a very uh, divisive, like, um, 1v1. Um, but I go back and forth on this too. I think there's a lot of reasons for both. Like, Steph, the Steph Curry is a basketball fan's grail. Like, who doesn't like Steph True. Curry? Tops Chrome, Refractor. This was a card that was in the multi-thousands of dollars back in the day. I don't know what it went all the way up to, like the BGS 980 grand or like the, the ceiling, it was sky high on this card. True. Um, so I get that part. I, th- I think the pop count is probably super low. And then on the fl- on the flip side, the flip side, the McDavid card in the Hockey World Future Watch, you know, there is the cup, the cup, cup patch autos that go for a lot of money. But in the hockey world, like the future watch is considered like this is the card. If you're going to yeah. collect one card, rookie card of a player in the NHL, you're going for the future watch. So it's like the, the grail of the grail, right? I think Steph Curry, you know, once you get into gold refractors, it starts to compete with like national treasures and stuff like that. So right. is it the grail grail? It, it is, but it's not the, the, the peak peak, right? Agreed. Um, yeah. So I. <laughs> It's still, it's still tough. It, I think I'm with you. If if we had the opportunity, I would 100% want both like equally. Yeah. Um, I am going to give the shout out to the to the you know a little bit of bias to our Canadians, our yes. brotherhood. Oh, Canada. And, yes. Yeah, and because you know we don't <laughs> both of us we don't get the opportunity to go to the ex the I mean the um, national too much. We always go to the expo in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, the the McDavid. Even though it's thousands of dollars, it trades like water. So I think, yeah, uh, yeah I think because of the price point and the, just the sheer liquidity and how much it's in demand when you walk into the expo, I give the slight edge. And this is just because we live in Canada. I give the edge to McDavid. There you go. McDavid sweep. Yep. And all our American listeners uh, tuned out five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, they already, they already turned it off. <laughs> And you're right. Wow. The Topps Chrome Refractor number to 500 of Steph Curry BGS 9.5 at its peak sold for $93,000, which is insane. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, um, I hope our American listeners that are still listening really like hockey because this is a hockey themed episode and my 1v1, my pick one are both hockey cards. Okay. And Ooh. This is just for you, John. So it worked out that um, Hyung's taking a break today. Or he's he's actually playing a, uh, in a men's uh, league game, <laughs> semifinals. So hopefully he did well. But um, back to the pick one. On one side, you got the 2019-2020 chronology dual autograph card of Sidney Crosby and Mario Lemieux, both on card auto, numbered to 25. Amazing. Raw. Yeah. $1,400. $1,400, $1,500. Okay, versus the 2019-2020 same year, the SP Authentic Sign of the Times dual auto on card of McDavid and Gretzky. Raw, numbered to 25 as well for four times the Crosby Lemieux amount, $6,000. Which one are you taking? Oh, man. Um, I, I got very close to getting... A card before and I, I mentioned it in a previous podcast I, I was like yeah. really really close we were down to like the nickel and diming and it just right it, it last minute kind of just blew up and it didn't happen um not for anybody's fault it's just one of those things that sure the the seller kind of lost uh lost interest last minute 
But I was close to picking up the McDavid. Think speaking of chronology, the McDavid yeah. chronology, Gre- uh, McDavid Gretzky yeah, yeah. auto, right? Nice. So I do have a bit of. Uh, this is tough because I think for me, I think Mario Lemieux has gone down as one of the most underrated generational stars of across almost any sport. Like if Mario Lemieux, mm-hmm. as much as I am a Wayne Gretzky fan, I am Team Gretzky. But I did love Mario Lemieux. I didn't not like Mario. I loved him too. Yeah. And if it wasn't for his illness of getting the the cancer diagnosis and stuff, Hodgkin's, and take yeah. and and taking years off, he would have probably he would have been close to breaking a lot. Like he certainly, I think he would have broken the goal record. Um, and you know he was he was scoring two over. He he. I think he would have broke the single season record. I don't know what Gretzky had it at 200, 200 points or two hundred twelve points. I, I think Lemieux had a good chance of breaking that. Um, so he, Lemieux is one of these guys that I think certain fans, especially big Lemieux fans, they mm-hmm. kind of view him as the best player of all time, both skill and stat wise, and Stanley Cups, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But this is tough because you're talking Lemieux, Crosby, who I think is going to go top five all time, <laughs> right. and then you got Gretzky and McDavid. McDavid has a chance to. I mean, if his trajectory says anything, I think he's gonna walk into top three all time by this by you know when all is said and done, uh, barring injuries. So yeah, I have to, even though it is four times the price. I I I had some nice Sidney Crosby cards, and they don't unfortunately Lemieux and Sidney Crosby don't move as well, right? As the latter, like Gretzky is Gretzky. And then McDavid is, we know that that's just liquid gold. Anything McDavid is kind of liquid gold. So even yeah. though it is four times the price, I think Gretzky, McDavid, Otto, just how in, intensely popular McDavid. Like McDavid is on the Luca Otani. Like he's in that spectrum in the hockey world. He is as yeah. popular as it gets. And then you're talking about Gretzky, the, the, you know, the greatest, the great one, the mm-hmm. GOAT. So, yeah. It's an easy one for me, even at four times the price. It's uh, McDavid Gretzky because when you present that card to somebody, people see that as a real card, and I think yeah. it's a uh, it's a high value, high desired piece of uh, yeah card. So for even for six K, wow, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I while you're talking, I was looking at the chronology, so make it more a little bit more apples to apples, the, right? I haven't seen one sold recently, but the chronolo- there is one listed. The 2019-2020 chronology there of is, McDavid and Gretzky. I've been following. Yeah. Okay, so you know it's listed for 9K yeah. or best offer. So let's say he goes for 8K. Would you right. still go for that? I think, uh, to be honest, I think the fair market value, because I, I know of the guy that I almost got it off of, he actually bought a second one. Oh, okay. I, I'm pretty sure I'm... I'm pretty sure he probably paid around forty five hundred USD for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's it's yeah, it's not bad. Probably about three times the 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 Crosby. Yep. Yeah. It's a beautiful card. Wow. Oh, it's it's awesome. That's the that's the one I want. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have the money for it. I would have loved to have traded for it, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, a grill card to work towards for the future. All right. Thanks again to all our listeners for tuning into another episode of Cars to the Moon. We appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, we appreciate it if you gave us five stars. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with a brand new episode on Friday, I believe, or next week. We'll see. Okay. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Cards to the Moon. 
We'd really appreciate you subscribing to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also connect with each of us on Instagram at Five Card Guys, or you can follow Hyung at Integrity Sports Cards, or John at Trade You at Recess. You can also check us out at fivecardguys.com. Thanks again, and hope to connect soon.